Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of On Civics on Democracy. I'm Daryl Lando. Today, we are going to be discussing the subject of electoral reform and ranked ballots, specifically in Toronto um, and in cities more generally. And this is, it falls under the pillar uh, in our seven pillars of democracy model, the pillar that is equality and consent of the governed, which is specifically about elections. The articles which you can find uh, on the conservedemocracy.ca website, um, along with the structure of the dialogue. But anyway, the, the first article is, and they're both from November, uh, well, actually, this one is, sorry, December 9th, 2019, and it's a star editorial board opinion piece about, uh, um, uh, anyway, it's the Toronto City Council uh, has voted to moving to a ranked ballot for the 2022 election, and that's good, as long as it stays the course this time. Um, so... It's in favor of ranked ballots. And then there is a reporting piece from November of 2019 that just gives an update. Uh, it's titled, Toronto Council Opens Door to Switching to Ranked Ballots for the 2022 Election. Um, you don't have to know particularly much about the subject and about these articles. You don't have to have read them, I think, to understand the discussion to follow. Uh, but suffice to say that after studying the matter, Toronto City Council voted to adopt the change to a ranked ballot um, starting in 2022. So we will have a new way to elect uh, city councillors, the mayor, and I believe also school trustees and whoever else. Okay. So without further ado, I think that actually, let me just say one other thing. I should acknowledge the work done on this issue by uh, community groups like Rabbit, which is the ranked ballot initiative of Toronto. Um, I think also Unlock Democracy, uh, to some extent, Fair Vote, um, the Fair Vote organization. So these are different groups. There may be others who have really pushed. I mean, of course, there's been certain political parties who've been very keen, but uh, that's less relevant at the municipal level. Um, anyway, that they've done hard work on this, and they uh, will see this as a, as a victory. Okay. All right. I want to welcome... Feria to this discussion. Feria, do you want to introduce yourself? Yes, thanks, Daryl. Um, hi, my name is Feria Amin. A little background about me. I studied political science at UBC for my undergrad, and then I took a year off, and I'm starting a Master of Public Policy at U of T in a few weeks. Um, oh. Yeah, other than that, I've just kind of lived all around Ontario growing up, but yeah, I really love talking about politics, and I look forward to this discussion. Terrific. Well, and thank you very much. Uh, so we're going to be discussing 
these two articles that deal with the um, ranked ballots in particularly Toronto. Um, and so in, in following our discussion and dialogue uh, format, uh, I want to open it up just for someone to kind of kick it off with expressing some view on the topic and <clears throat> sort of saying where your head's at around this. Uh, do you, you're welcome to go first if you'd like. Sure, yeah. Um, in terms of the articles, I thought they were very interesting. I think the history behind ranked ballots in Toronto was really fascinating. Um, and while it is discouraging that this idea was rejected back in 2015, um, hopefully it can be implemented for 2022 now that municipalities have the power to do so and London, Ontario has already done it. Um, in terms of the ranked ballot discussions, um, to be completely honest, I didn't know that they were happening at the municipal level. I have always found first past the post to have its issues like strategic voting, um, the concept of majorities and it not actually being a majority, underrepresentation and more, but I've only ever thought of it at the provincial or federal level, so I never actually thought about how municipal elections were also affected by it. So I'm really glad I now know more about that as well. Well, excellent. And uh, yeah, I think others, I expect, also think of it, you know, more federally and, and provincially. Now, I did, so it sounds like you are, um, you're pretty four square behind uh, this. And I think I am too. I, uh, I so we probably won't uh, have too much uh, to disagree about in this, but I am, uh, like, I have supported electoral reform at the levels of let's like the federal level for instance and so uh, you know many of us uh, were disappointed or crushed by um, Trudeau's kind of about face on that issue and it's nice to see that the movement though lives on and I like part of me was always a little bit anxious about uh, making this kind of big change to our electoral system uh, so I like the idea of doing it at the municipal level. And I think there's some good reasons to, to do it there and to then, you know, as a kind of, not exactly an experiment because it's not really so new, but for us, it may be a little bit new and experimental as Canadians to sort of see how it works and then maybe it can spread upwards. Uh, I think that also the turnout is always very low in municipal elections, there's a real incumbent advantage uh, um, to running. And so I think those issues and more just means that it will probably, um, you know, that, that really that's a good reason to, uh, to give it a shot. So I'm glad that it looks like Toronto's going forward. I was, yeah, yeah, I, I'm nervous that since some of this discussion happened pre-COVID that something may get thrown off onto the back burner because I think we we need to prepare people for this change but anyway I'm basically on board although I, and I will say though it's not like I'm not sure how much I fully blame first past the post for all the problems that we have uh, you know with our politics and that there's many reasons to think that it may have done fine um, but, uh, you know, it, we, you know, it's with some exceptions, we've had 
okay governance at the um, at the city level, except maybe for the uh, Ford era, uh, but uh, in maybe even some of the mayors before then, but it hasn't been terrible. Um, anyway, so that's where I'm at. So, uh, you know, let's maybe, well, actually, no, do you have any further thoughts on this before we move on? Um, I guess further thoughts, like, in terms of just electoral systems in general, I've always been very supportive of moving to a proportional representation system. Mm -hmm. But with municipal elections, I do wonder how that can be applied to that level. Um, but yeah, I definitely agree ranked ballots would be an improvement from the first past the post system. I do agree with you that I don't think it can be blamed for everything with like voting issues. Like um, there's definitely other factors that um, affect it and like things that influence us. Um, one thing I think of too is even American elections, how we think of it as a two-party system. Uh, I think a lot of people think that's the same in Canada, but it's not. Like we have had opposition be um, the NDP, um, Green Party's had success recently. So I think it is a lot of things. Um, so we can't fully blame first past the post, but definitely it is a flawed system. So I think ranked ballots would be a great improvement. And I wonder if proportional representation will ever be considered at the municipal level, but I think it is a bit complicated to implement. Well, actually, you brought up several things that uh, also have been on my mind. So one thing mm -hmm. is uh, um, I, that is an important distinction is that, you know, while ele electoral reform can happen at any level of government, uh, it's going to be like the ideal system is going to be different perhaps at, at different levels. So at the municipal level, because we don't have the political parties, you're gonna choose one system like maybe the rank ballot or, or you know, it, has, it goes by other names as well. But anyway, whereas at uh, the other levels of government, you may go with something like a um, either proportional representation or mixed member proportional or those kinds of other kinds of systems that take into account more of a party-based um, system. So. I, that's an important point. Also, the you mentioned the American election and that two-party system and how I think the first pass of post really entrenches um, that kind of strongly adversarial uh, approach and also that sort of fixed choice. Like Even though you, you do bring up the fact that Canada is fortunate having other parties, other choices, but you see how much strategic um, voting goes on that more or less perpetuates uh, mostly liberal or conservative um, choice. And so it's, um, uh, you know, it'd be nice to have a system where you could feel like you're really voting for your heart and your, and your, your real first choice, um, whether or not you actually get your first choice. But uh, so I can't, oh, there was something else, but I think those are some of the points that what you said um, uh, brought up. Uh, so, yeah, so what, let me just ask, out of 10, how important would you say this issue is for you of, um, you know, it doesn't have to be specific to the cities, but in general, just electoral reform, let's say. Um, electoral reform is definitely like an A out of 10 importance to me. Mm. Um, 
in terms of specifically the municipals, I even though I didn't know about these um, discussions in the past, I think it is important to change the electoral system at that level for more accurate voter representation. And like you said, I think it can have such a big impact on how elections are conducted at the provincial or federal levels. And like you, I was also pretty disappointed about how Trudeau didn't go through with the electoral reform that he had kind of campaigned on. So I'm hoping that that issue can kind of be raised again and these, this, these discussions can be started again because, yeah, I definitely do want to see some electoral reform and some change. And, yeah, I would say also uh, I'm at the probably 8 out of 10, 7 out of 10, somewhere like that, because I think this, this is important. I think it will, even though it probably most Canadians uh, won't care a lot about that or ha will have mixed feelings about it, but I think it could potentially uh, energize people um, you know, into their politics more over time. Uh, as we see elsewhere, like the, it can increase... Um, uh, voting and turnout and so forth. And I think, uh, and it's, and it'll increase the, as we've seen elsewhere in places like San Francisco, as one of the articles was talking about, and I think Minneapolis and so forth, it can have some really positive effects on the way politics is conducted and the, also the diversity of who gets elected. Uh, so even recently in London, it was talking about how they had some of their first uh, kind of minority um, uh, councillors elected. So all that I think is really good. Um, and yeah, I mean, I am, I'm always a bit anxious about any kind of big change as <laughs> maybe I tend to be slightly conservative in that sense that once we do it, if we don't like it, how easy is it to undo it again? But it's, it's a very small concern. I mean, I wish that we could do things with, I wish that there was a way to just bring these things in. Um, and I think you could, whereas it was either phased in or it was um, a, a sort of a sunset clause, unless it's reaffirmed in the next, uh, in a next plebiscite or whatever. But uh, I, I think that it'll be, it'll be fine. And um, uh, yeah, I'll say more about what my concerns might be, but that's the gist. Any, anything further for you? Um, not really, no. I just, yeah, like, I think this is a very interesting issue. And like, I understand your concerns. It definitely can be a bit scary, like wanting these changes and doing like a system overhaul almost. But yeah, like, I look forward to seeing what happens, whether it's phased in or completely changed all at once. Like, I think that hopefully voters are open to it. Hopefully, um, if we move to a more ranked ballot system, it'll empower voters and make them feel like their voices are being heard. And it'll have those effects that we've seen in like London and Minneapolis and San Francisco where um, more minority candidates are um, given a better chance. I think that's really important. And yeah, and, and also with Minneapolis, I think they said, and it's been said elsewhere too, that. Uh, a different kind of system rather than the, the winner-take-all approach that we've been using um, encourages people to be more cooperative and less adversarial with each other because they, they may have to attract the supporters of that candidate at some point. So that, I think, is interesting. Um, yeah. And it'll be, 
it'll be neat to see not only has London just started doing this, but uh, Kingston appears to be next and Cambridge is, is either on board or considering it. And um, on the other hand, apparently um, five Northern cities, uh, Northern Ontario cities rejected it. Um, uh, so that, that'll be interesting whether they will change their mind if this goes uh, through and, and, and works out well. Um, you know, yeah, no, I, I, you know, in terms of one of the crit, the criticisms, as we saw, I think in the in one of the articles, one of the criticisms is that the system is complex and and maybe in some people's views too complicated. They think, uh, and and I think that may be particularly true at the municipal level, because just think about on on the usual ballot. On, it's it's even we have more people that we vote for at the municipal level than we vote for at other levels uh and so we're voting for the mayor the, the councillor school trustee and now we will have to number those in, in rank them in our preference for each of those and i really wonder how many people will know more than one name in well hopefully they know more at the mayor, the mayoralty level, but otherwise, I, I, it's sort of maybe it calls upon people to do more research. Is the ballot? Um, well, I suppose the ballot's not necessarily going to be longer, but uh, anyway, I, I just that's. I hope people won't look at it and say, "What am I supposed to do here?" So we'll have to educate them. Anyway, yeah, I think you bring up a really good point. Actually, um, as you were kind of explaining it, I thought that yeah, like everyone we'll have to know a decent amount about each candidate in order to rank them um, actually accurately for their own preferences. But I think that could be a good thing. Like it is more tedious, perhaps a bit more work on the voters end, but I think it'll be great and everyone will be a little more educated on all the candidates versus maybe just one or two. Yeah. Well, that, and, and the idea is apparently that the city is supposed to do some sort of consultation and, and or at least um, education of the public in advance. So that might help and maybe it will call upon more arrests, more people, more civics education from organizations like uh, Conservative Democracy. Who knows? Um, all right. So let's uh, move to the next question. Um, like, I think basically what um, is there anything that might, or has, has anything changed your perspective from our conversation and, and from the, doing the readings? Like, has any, has any of your perspective changed? I know you kind of touched on this before. And is there any other information that you feel you would really want to have in order to further make up your mind around this? Um, yeah, like in terms of the readings, as I said before, it increase my awareness of the issue. And I think our discussion to you brought up a lot of points that I hadn't really thought about, but that are definitely important to consider. Um, overall, I would say my view of voting systems in general has still remained pretty similar. I'm still a proponent for proportional representation, but as you said, I think it's actually like a great idea to maybe keep that for more federal, provincial, and then do something like a ranked ballot at the municipal level where proportional representation doesn't really make sense to be applied and I don't know if it can be. Um, and then, yeah, other than that, I guess 
what I, what I would like to know is I, in the articles, it said that as London, Ontario showed, um, even though they did bring in minority um, candidates, um, it still may not capture the wants of the constituents as accurately as other systems can, because if I recall correctly, the article said that um, even with the ranked ballot system, it still kind of seemed like the first choices were the only ones picked. I could have misinterpreted that. I think but... that was, spe- I really think they were specifically just referring to the recent election in London. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think that's true generally um, because one thing that I looked at, um, I, I just looked into uh, San Francisco and in certain other American cities that use it. And uh, what was interesting, let's see, they said, uh, they, San Francisco's had it since 2004, and the racial and ethnic diversity has substantially increased uh, in their council since then. And currently, 16 of 18 office holders um, are people of color, which is by oh, far wow. the highest percentage of minority office holders in any large U.S. city. So, to me, that's a that's a good indicator that um, you know you could get some positive change there. Yeah, and I guess that kind of goes along with um, what more information I'd want. And I guess that is just, I personally want to go and research other cities now that have implemented, that have had it in place for a while and kind of see the improvements because I was thinking as I read the article, like they did bring up London, but London is only one example. They just recently implemented it. So it's not fair to judge the whole system on it. So I definitely want to go and explore those other American cities you're, um, you've mentioned today. And uh, yeah, and I will just say that for my part, uh, this, it it didn't, I don't think anything that I was reading or discussing has has altered my view much, but it's given me um, more information and and a sort of a stronger basis, I think, for supporting uh, doing this and and then evaluating and seeing um, how it went, hopefully seeing it spread. And so, uh, and, and so, Let's let's wrap this up, and and by way of me asking now, what, um, how did this dis- discussion and dialogue go? Uh, is there anything that you think could improve uh, for future uh, dialogue? Um, um, I think it went really well. I think um, I learned some more stuff from you, um, which was great. Um, in terms of going well, like in terms of doing things better, I can't really think of anything like the articles you sent me really prepared me for this discussion. And I think everything went well for me. Yeah, I, I feel it was too. And it's, um, you know, again, if the purpose of this is to be able to have uh, a kind of in-depth and respectful conversation where we're not focused so much on trying to to win the argument, but just kind of explore it more. Uh, I think it was useful and it's useful to do so with some um, particular reading material. In this case, uh, they both came from the same uh, newspaper, but you know, I thought that they were kind of different because one was um, uh, reporting and one was uh, opinion piece. But anyway, I thought it all, it went well and for that, I'm very appreciative uh, for you coming on and doing this. Yeah, thank you so much. I really enjoyed it. Okay. Before going, I thought I should just add information about 
the ranked ballot system, which would replace the first-past-the-post system. Uh, the idea is that you would mark on your ballot your first choice, your second choice, your third choice, and as they tabulate the votes, they first look at um, who, who got the most number one votes. If that person doesn't get more than 50%, then they take off the lowest ranked uh, uh, person choice, and they look at who got the most second choice votes. Does that person get 50%? Then they look at the third choice, and hopefully by then they've got someone who has more than 50% of the vote. So uh, it sounds a bit complex, but people get used to it. Okay, thanks.